Will you talk about Pokemon Go? I think you did. Why would we do that? <laughs> I don't I don't think that trains jump. This podcast has been paid for by the people who like Ecto Cooler. Anything is breakfast cereal, you're an adult! You know, Prostate Were Lion? <laughs> well Polo's dead. <laughs> he killed me. Yes. I guess that I guess that means we should stop. Hey, what's up, Internet? I'm Frank from Studio 232, and joining me as usual is... I am Polo. And I am Schmitty. And if there was a new Mrs. Downfire, who would play it? No, no, not, no, not, not a, a new, new, Mrs. new Mrs. Downfire. <laughs> not a new Mrs. Downfire at all. Frank, do you want to? <laughs> sure. <laughs> right into it. I love it. Okay, so um, with the... Well, it's been released now. I was going to say, with the impending release of the Snyder Cut, but it's been released. Uh, with the release of the Snyder Cut, somebody online... Actually, no, I think it was the director of the movie himself, Chris Columbus. He was saying that there mm. were multiple different versions and takes of scenes in Mrs. Doubtfire where, when they were filming it, Robin Williams essentially said, Alright, listen, I'm going to do your lines. I'm going to do it like three times. We'll do like three takes. And then you're going to let me have fun. So essentially, they there exist scenes out there of just... Uh, I'm assuming the entire fucking movie, because Robin Williams is just a fucking legend. Um, yeah. Where he'll... They did all these things, and then Robin Williams just started fucking improving and just being just the fucking dirtiest comic that he could possibly be while dressed as mrs doubtfire <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. so out there somewhere are all of these scenes where he's just being fucking nuts and at this point you know it's uh, fucking 30 years after the movie came out so anybody that hmm. did watch it as a kid is now an adult and we're all like bring us the r-rated version of mrs doubtfire please yes. <laughs> please yes. fucking do it and he's and then uh chris columbus the director he was like well, I wouldn't really do it a cut, but maybe we'll do, like, a documentary and we'll put those scenes in there. I was like, do whatever you fucking have to. Just bring it to me. I don't fucking care. Yeah. I was like, this would be yeah. incredible. <laughs> Take the footage and throw it on YouTube, yeah, un- uncut and unedited. I will be yeah. fucking ecstatic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's Fuck that's yeah. all I need. Hell yeah. Um, it would be so yeah. great. I want it. I want it so badly. Yeah. Like, everybody who's claiming about the Snyder Cut but doesn't want the dis- Mrs. Doubtfire R-rated version yeah. is a fucking idiot. <laughs> Absolutely. And everybody who's claiming for the Snyder-verse, the continuation of that Justice League, fuck right off. <laughs> this is the better version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's this not is... going to happen, first and foremost. Yeah. But, the Mrs. Um, verse Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's... it's um... Like I said, he the director is like, listen, because some people are saying that there's an NC-17 version of it, and people yeah. are like, well, how fucking terrible did Robin Williams get for there to be an NC-17 <laughs> version? What the fuck? And the director is like, no, 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 it, it's not NC-17. He goes, rated R, definitely, but yeah, um, yeah. The, those scenes exist somewhere. He's like, I don't even know what they are. He's like, but I know that they were hysterical and I mm. loved it and they were not suitable to be put out on that movie. And I was like, <laughs> you're just making your case better, man. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> I was like, you need to bring this out. Fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you know, if you go back to like old Robin Williams stand-ups, he was pretty fucking dirty. It was great. Oh, yeah. It was hilarious. I loved it. It's like um, Bob Saget where you see yes. you see Bob Saget in just this <laughs> yeah. wholesome fucking role on Full House and then you hear his comedy and you're like, what the 
fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was very similar with Robin Williams, where I, I think the most people yeah. knew Robin Williams was just fucking raunchy as hell. But yeah. he also was just doing a lot of kids' movies where he was just being ridiculous. And you're like, well, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we definitely grew up with Robin Williams. So it was okay. like, definitely, I w- if as a kid, I wouldn't have seen understood like how is that dude doing rated r movies like bicentennial man are you kidding me no that movie was so goddamn wholesome i love that movie Uh, oh i'm a goddamn genie in aladdin yeah yeah exactly i go back to bicentennial man because a lot of people trash that movie but i fucking love it to this day i still love bicentennial man it was it was badly advertised Yes, absolutely badly advertised. But then it was one of those movies that showed up on HBO a bunch, and I'm like, ooh, I'll fucking watch Robin Williams as an android. Hell yeah, I will. <laughs> and and then it just, and I kept rewatching it because it kept showing up. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll watch this. I love oh, this. <laughs> so I, I always throw that support to the Bicentennial Man because a lot of people, a lot of people overlook that one. And it was, it's goddamn amazing. Um, I love Okay, anyway, get, that was a little bit of a tangent there. Let's get off that. But yes, but Robin Williams, we grew up with him. We thought he was, you know, very wholesome. And I remember the first time I found some of his, like, more adult stand-up. And I'm like, oh, man, this was the Mork from Ork? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, just, what? Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm, I was dying. Because, you know, you just think of him as being ridiculous and, like, child-friendly. And then you see that other side and you're like... This dude is fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I always wanted to see him do a stand-up show, and I obviously oh, never yeah. got the chance to, and it fucking kills me. Because for the longest yeah. time, he wasn't doing stand-up. I like, what, he was sick or something? I don't yeah. remember. But yeah, he stopped doing stand-up, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And then he came back, and I was like, I just didn't get the chance. He didn't come around here or anything. And then he yeah. stopped doing it, and then he, you know. I mean, a a lot of the greats, Eddie Murphy, the same way he had raunchy ass stand up and then he's a donkey in Shrek. He's (laughs) yeah, but that donkey in Shrek set him up for fucking life. Oh, yeah. But he's never got to watch another day in his life. (laughs) But he is. I got to watch coming to America, too. I have to Uh, watch it. I don't have Amazon Prime right now. And I'm like, I got to watch this fucking movie because I love the first one to watch it. (laughs) Why not? I I don't think it's going to be good. I heard it was actually pretty good. I heard it was pretty yeah. good, yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's been... I feel like some of his recent stuff has not been great. Well, Like, what know. was that one where he's like an alien or something? The Haunted Mansion. Like... Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> that, was, that was old as hell. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's just... It's, it's one of those things where yeah. it's, it's him and like him, like Ice Cube, where you're just like, oh, these are these fucking dudes. And then they're just like making family comedy movies. And you're like, what happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> this is a very yeah. similar thing. No, I think I, one of his newer ones is like, uh, My Name is Dolomite. I, I, I wanted to watch that one. I forgot to. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I just keep like, it's, it's one of those ones that just went to the wayside in my mind and I was going to check it out and I just never did. Mm-hmm. But coming to America too, as soon as I have the chance to watch that, I will be watching that movie because I fucking love coming to America. I love that they <laughs> dug up Arsenio Hall from wherever he's yes. been buried for fucking <laughs> <Yes>. decades. <laughs> oh my, right? He just pops up out of nowhere. And they all look the fucking same, man. It's like not they a day do. has fucking gone by. They nope. haven't aged a day. It's crazy. Nope. <laughs> you it, gotta love it. It is. <laughs> But I, I still, I still gotta watch that movie. A fucking coming to America is a classic. 
Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And so I've I've always wanted to watch that. Um and what's her name is in it and I find her just absolutely hysterical. Um you know I'm bad with names. <laughs> she yeah. was in just, she was in the female Ghostbusters post. movie. <laughs> Badly ADR it in. <laughs> <laughs> she was in the Ghostbusters movie? Yeah. Yeah. Leslie something, I think. Yeah. 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 I can't remember yeah. her name right now. I, yeah, I'm not, Leslie and Sanders. I'm not good with names, but yeah. she is, she, have you ever seen her? She did a uh, supermarket rush. She brought I did that not back. see that, but yes, I did. It see was actually pretty good. I was like, okay, this is, this is surprisingly funny. Leslie Jones. There we go. Thank you. Of course. The most, second most common fucking name you could have in America. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Yelp. Right behind Smith. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking a <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah she brought back supermarket rush and it was actually pretty funny i'm like okay this is all you people suck you just did you get the same people from the 80s fuck Probably. these people suck too yeah. <laughs> i always hate that was my biggest problem with that show and the revival is i'm like how are you people suck this bad <laughs> <laughs> Let me on there. Just let me go. That's the thing. They need to find people that won't clean them out. Yeah, exactly. It was was like Legends of the Hidden Temple back in the day. They didn't have enough budget for people to do well in the Hidden Temple, so they made it impossible to win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking Nickelodeon doing kids dirty. Yeah. That's exactly right. Shit. Fucking I. (laughs) <laughs> anyway so yeah so the of, snyder cut yeah i was gonna say <laughs> speaking of the uh the old doubtfire cut schmitty said yes. he watched the snyder cut for some strange reason How, what'd you I, think schmitty I, <laughs> I i did watch the snyder cut um right. i would say it was fine <laughs> um, that's what you want to hear for were... a thing that was been clamored over for fucking forever yeah <laughs> um I will say that, like, there's a couple of scenes with, um, you know, it, it follows the same basic plot, I guess. I didn't actually watch the original. So I was going to say, did it have a plot? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> it <laughs> Wasn't it all about it. trying to get the mother box and... Uh, there's there's mother boxes, Stephen and then Wolf. at some point... Yeah. I, I will yeah. say, at, at some point they say, we should bring back Superman. I know we'll use this box we have to bring back Superman. <laughs> with no real explanation for why they think the box with three backs um that sounds so that back, sounds right yeah yeah they, they bring back superman i'll say that the i guess kind of the the part that i fast forwarded through was there was a couple of scenes after they bring back superman where superman's talking to like lois lane and oh. um martha and like <laughs> i'm like watching it and i'm like I'm, uh, like i start seeing it, i'm like i cannot watch in this four-hour movie i cannot watch scenes that I know what's going to happen in them. <laughs> Legit character like, development know... between resurrected Superman and Schmidt's fast forwarded through it. <laughs> he's like, nah, like, I, I, we don't need this. I already know he's gonna come back. He's gonna he's gonna regain his memories and be like, Man, things are bad since I left and I Man, go... have you seen my upper lip since I've been <laughs> revitalized? Look at this. It's like terrible. Does the upper it? lip still look terrible? <laughs> like is that still they... a thing? So I did fast forward through those two scenes. So in the scene that I did watch where he comes back and, and fights all of them, his upper lip looked fine. 
Um, <laughs> towards the end, I didn't notice anything with his upper lip. So I okay. think it was the reshoots that he had the, that they had to like digitally mm. edit his. I will be perfectly honest. When I first watched the Justice League movie. I forgot what Henry Cavill looked like because of this abomination of CGI <laughs> that they turned him into. And I was like, I know this isn't right, but I don't remember what he looks like. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just one of those things that it was like rewriting my brain. And I'm like, this is wrong. And I don't know why anymore. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. Um, so that's, like, wanna... that's like Paul Bentley. Uh, that's his name, right? Vision? Uh, Bettany. Bet- okay. That, uh, but... Like, I can't picture him without at least the red makeup at this point. <laughs> and in, blue, in, uh, the purple. Yeah. Then you, you got actual yeah. Paul Benny, and you're like, oh no. But well, somebody <laughs> showed a picture of him from A Knight's Tale, and I went, oh my god, that's his face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, when he's not Vision. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I, you know, I've seen a few times. interviews with him and stuff since WandaVision and everything. They showed but, it in like, WandaVision. <laughs> What? They showed his face in WandaVision. Yeah, yeah he... they did, but it didn't look right. Uh, but like... <laughs> really? Really? You thought he was CGI still? Yeah, that's not his face. Who's that guy? <laughs> Similar bone CGI. structure. That hair was all over the place, man. It well, didn't it help things. 70s. <laughs> but, but like seeing him in A Knight's Tale, it just like brought... I was like, oh my god, I remember yeah. this dude now. Yep. And... Of course, he was fucking hilarious in A Night's Tale. And oh, yeah. I haven't watched A Night's Tale in a while, and I really need to. I think that's what I'm getting at, is I need oh, to watch no, A Night's Tale. I, I watched that recently. It's, it, 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 it doesn't have good pacing. Oh, okay. It's better than the movie I watched this week. You're Justice watching League. the Snyder Cut. Yeah, no, he, he's watching the Snyder Cut. You know what I wait, watched this wait, fucking before, week? Before, wait, before we move on, I do want to mention... Okay. Um, you... you You've probably heard that there's an additional scene with the Joker in it, right? Uh, I think so. Um, kind of? I haven't been paying well, too much attention, I'll be perfectly honest. I, I yeah. will say, the rest of the movie looked fine, but th- the one scene that I guess they reshot or something to add in the the, the Jared Leto Joker um, what a mistake. is terrible. Like, it looks, it looks <laughs> like a YouTube, like a fan-made YouTube thing they shoved into this four-hour, like action movie I'm like oh i know a bit about why? that <laughs> oh. oh yeah i watched that this week too the one you were talking about i watched the i well i watched half of the fan made one that frank was talking about what last week's podcast yeah i think it was last um, week yeah and i i decided to watch that um just because well here's the thing i read the title and the title was staying alive is easy Dying is easy. That's it. Dying is easy. Yeah, staying alive is harder. Um, so I read the title of Dying is Easy, and I, my mind went, is it Batman meets Hamilton? I'm in. And I clicked it. And then, not like, a, a few minutes in, I'm like, no, this is not Hamilton meets that. And then, I, and then it got to the slow down pacing of it all, and I was like, oh, this is, this is the one Frank was telling me about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That and they it. got the guy. I I know the guy's face who was doing the Joker. It's the that dude who cosplays as the Joker, uh, and yeah, like you can tell his face. I think so. I I didn't look it up to be perfectly honest, but it looks exactly <laughs> like him. There's this guy who does a, this amazing cosplay of the Joker. Like it looks phenomenal. 
but just because you can cosplay a character doesn't necessarily <laughs> yeah. mean you can act out as that character. Uh huh. Just because you look like him doesn't like mean after, you can sound and act. After, and be after like seeing him. that scene, I yeah. I, 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 I tend to agree with you. <laughs> yeah, it's how bad it was. Yeah, it's yeah. No, and then and Jared Leto is like my least favorite actor. Like he is the <laughs> worst part of everything he is in, including his own band, Thirty Seconds to Mars. Like <laughs> he I is think. the he's bad at being Jared Leto. <laughs> he really is, and like I got no real hate against him. I just don't. There, he's never impressed me as an actor. He's never made me go, "Wow, that was good acting." What fucking Alexander? No, fucking whatever. No. I, no, nothing, none of it. There, wasn't there supposed to be a fucking movie with him being the fucking vampire from Spider Man at one yeah. point? The, no, that's yeah. that's still going. It's one of those fucking well, Sony movies because you know <laughs> Sony doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. But yeah, no. um, at some point that thing's coming out. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It looks strange. <laughs> it does, which it's a strange character one, and, and then it's a strange character to give its own movie too, and then it's a strange actor to choose to put into a strange movie that's not titled Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there were there were uh, talks where they were going to have Jared Leto helm a Tron three, and I was like, why? Oh, Please no. stop this. Don't do that. Oh, yeah. You literally had a a branching off continuation point from Tron Legacy. Why throw this all away? What is wrong with you? You know know, who I would like to see take a Tron 3 that doesn't involve any of the, like, if they wanted to go into another story in the grid? Elijah Wood. Nothing. I'm going to just put that up because Tron Uprising, and we've talked about this on the podcast, fucking great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Though it, now, now that Daft Punk has disbanded, I don't think I want to yeah. see another Tron because who's going to make the move, the music for it? Mm. Yeah, that's it's fair. not going to be great. That fucking Tron Legacy soundtrack. Just take fantastic. the Tron Legacy soundtrack and reuse it. Like that. That's what I say. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't need anything else. You got it. You got it. That was the way to go. You just keep oh, yeah. that soundtrack and you reuse it. You don't need to change a thing. <laughs> the fact that that was considered a failure is just egregious because it was a great fucking movie. Oh yeah, yeah. but they they call a lot of movies that. failures just because idiots don't go watch them. Yeah, and that yeah yeah, and that's but like that's how you get cult classics like Mallrats. Yeah, like it it looked great, like it looked fantastic. The the stuff with Jeff Bridges in the real world was a little bit weird, but once he was in the grid, it was totally fine because everything else was kind of CGI around him, so it was okay. Yeah, but also again, yeah. that was a product of its time. They'd never done shit like that before. Now they're doing it all the fucking time. Yeah, so who cares? But like mm. the music was fucking on point, uh, just yep. the, the callbacks and like the natural evolution from the first movie to the second movie. Ah, oh, was so fucking good, so good. Yep. And then like you said, they got Tron Uprising. They had the the game. The game was fucking awesome. That tied it in. It was, took place yep. a little bit before Legacy. Man, they had some good shit going. And then uh, they were like, mm, no, fuck you, Disney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sons of bitches. <laughs> Just ditch out all the good stuff, you uh, bastards. Yeah. yeah, they're assholes. But by all means, yep. let's make another fucking princess movie. Cool, great. <laughs> <laughs> That's their bread and fucking butter, right there. Know. You know. <laughs> yeah. I know. 
Yeah, that there's nothing we can do to stop those. But no, nah, that's fine. <laughs> I don't care. Just, yeah. just make just make more good Tron. That's all I care. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be we fine. Want, we want more good Tron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Tron. we know. You know what we want? We want Tron connected to the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was one thing when they brought Tron into fucking Kingdom Hearts, and I was like, oh, all yeah. right, this is interesting. This is cool. Yep. <laughs> and I guarantee you, they were just fucking putting the feelers out there to see if anybody cared about tron because shortly after that they were like new tron movie and i was like uh-huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's do it <laughs> yeah that, that first tron movie it doesn't really age well it doesn't but, but, uh, it, but think of the yeah. time it was the early yeah. 80s there's fucking nothing yeah. like that going on at the time nothing no that's fair yeah. that, that's fair and you know what i'll give i'll give the first tron movie this it was a little bit more accurate to what things that actually happen and can happen in a computer my <laughs> tron legacy it was just so far out there that it's just like it was fun do not get me yeah. wrong but it's like yeah this computer must have been struck <laughs> by like fucking zeus to make this fucking possible or some shit i don't know yeah. uh, the the tron legacy world was just like ah the people are just living in the computer i'm like i don't think people are living in that computer but okay <laughs> like that's essentially what it seemed like and then it was mm. like <laughs> like he goes dude flynn's been missing since the 80s like 1989 or some shit and then when yeah. when his son goes to find him in his undisturbed fucking arcade for almost 30 years he sits down at the keyboard and he doesn't even hesitate to think about the fact that he has a touchscreen keyboard from the 80s <laughs> that yeah. he's just typing away on and i was like what <laughs> like that makes sense now sure look at our phones like that's totally yeah. fine now but when you think about it that nobody's touched this and it's been sitting there since 1989 you're like wait a fucking second because computers in 1989 that's were how like good a he was yeah they were like black with green text and they were just fucking garbage like get out of here <laughs> and th that's that's the other big problem with that that whole series is you're meant to believe that that company survived and continued doing its thing even though the creator of it vanished overnight yeah. and nobody decided to check his arcade where he worked on his experiments to <laughs> see the tech. He had fucking touchscreen computers in the fucking 80s. Nobody bothered <laughs> to look at that. It was downstairs hidden behind Tron. <laughs> you yeah. didn't, if you didn't know, you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess that's fair, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but but again, it's, it's it's one of those, if you didn't know, you didn't know kind of things, but also wasn't very hidden because the guy puts a quarter in the machine, drops down, and you see the grooves in the floor. Like, if you just walked yeah. up to it, you're like, what's with the grooves in the floor? And you just pull the door open. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the most secretive fucking thing. We're not talking about the bat cave here. <laughs> you're talking yeah. about an arcade basement. <laughs> I, I'm still also confused by, like, just an arcade existing. Like, okay, who who was paying the electric bill? Who was paying the rent? Like, well, did he have some sort of system built so that it was fine? But then nobody went into this arcade? Like, if I see a sign that says arcade, like, I was... I'll, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it was closed and now a CD part of town. Like, the part of town didn't look too great yeah. then again it was like the middle of the night when he goes in but also it looked like a yeah. more rundown part of town a b yeah. yeah it probably was just being taken care of by like some fucking 
business manager or Tron himself, you know, the guy that played Tron, not actually Tron, the program, mm. but <laughs> yeah, where he's just like, well, just keep taking care of Flynn's arcade because he fucking loved it. And you're like, but nobody's stepped foot in there in 30 years. And he's like, eh, who cares? <laughs> he's like, it ain't my money. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that's fair. Kind of to an extent. Like here, here's my problem. Like if there was an arcade near me, and um, and I'm sure there was at least one nerd in that area who would have kept seeing an arcade and going, why the fuck does this place never open? I want to go to an arcade. <laughs> I still like arcades. Like, <laughs> arcades are still fun to me as an adult. I love a Dave and Buster's. So, like... I would absolutely want that. And especially in the early 90s, I'd be pissed as a little kid. Why won't it open? (laughs) I also want to say that, like, those arcade games sitting there in complete disuse for, like, 25 years, they probably wouldn't have turned on right when you flipped the switch. You know what I mean? That's true, too. Those things were old, and they were just left to rot. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. That shit ain't happening. No, especially with '80s like '80s tech. That yeah. that's not happening. That's yeah, why we talking, don't see them anymore. Yeah, you're talking <laughs> legit '80s fucking arcade cabinets. That ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, that it's not. It's just not. <laughs> but whatever. Let's let's talk yeah. about something far more current <laughs> than Tron and Tron Legacy. Let's talk about Blockbuster. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead, Schmitty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I watched that Netflix documentary on Blockbuster. Um, what did you think? think? It, it wasn't great. It was a lot of people <laughs> talking about Blockbuster and not a lot of people talking about like why Blockbuster failed. Like, like they set it up. The problem is they set it up with the question of like, well, why did Blockbuster fail? And they spent Netflix. Well, they yeah. did not well, want to adapt is more yeah. more the problem. Yeah. Well, the, the the reason they eventually give is that um, they were bought up by Viacom and saddled with a bunch of debt because of it, and Excuses. then fell apart. Um, That's why Pathmark went out of business. That is that that <laughs> leverage buyouts is. are destroying America. But also, yeah. Blockbuster didn't want to adapt to the current form of technology that Netflix was going off of, which the current form of technology yeah. that Netflix was doing isn't even the current form of technology, which is just and they incredible. were. But in mm. in the documentary, they they posit that there was apparently a meeting in like 2000 where Netflix tried to sell themselves. Yeah, I'm sure they to did. Blockbuster, and Blockbuster laughed at them and said yeah. no. Yeah, I'm sure no. they did because no. why wouldn't you? You have this idea, Which... and you're like, let's go to the fucking giant of uh, movie rental and distribution, and we'll just get a quick payday and go. And they were like, fuck you. Why would anybody want on demand fucking shit shipped right to their house? Get out of here. <laughs> we'll just go pick it up at the store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Though I will well, say, I hmm. never had a Netflix subscription back in the day because I was like, I don't want to wait four days for this movie to get to me. What the fuck? <laughs> so, I, I did know. have one when the discs were still a thing, but it was right as they were rolling out the streaming service. Ah, so gotcha. it wound up being like the streaming service was still. Well, it's kind of like it is today, where it didn't have everything on there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. not in like that, that yeah. perfect time where they just fucking dis- they were the best. Yeah, I miss those days dramatically. <laughs> um, 
but like the so they had they had some good movies on there and anything they didn't have I could just have sent to my house and the the only problem with it is because there's no late fees and you can just decide when you want and you'd have like three DVDs there was always that one DVD that you'd just be like Oh, I'll get around to it. Oh, I'll yeah. get around to it. Oh, I'll get around to it. And then months go by and you're like, I'm not watching this fucking movie and I want a different <laughs> movie. And then you turn it back. But like, yeah. And you know, when you think about it now with all the streaming services, having something get sent to you four days later sucks. Yeah. But when it came to like, when you looked at Blockbuster, there was a lot of times I'd go into Blockbuster and they wouldn't have the thing I wanted. Yeah, they didn't have and, shit. You're right. I yeah. Remember that. I remember those days. But Netflix, like, always had everything I wanted, so I'm just like, I'm just going to get it on Netflix. And I I had that for a while, but I wound up canceling it, and then when I eventually, you know, then I got some friends' Netflix accounts and this <laughs> and the other thing. And then, and then when I eventually got my own my own account again, it was like, oh, it's, it's just the streaming service. I don't know, and you don't need any more than that, really. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> I'm mostly here for their original programming at this point, so, and community. So... That's, yeah, well, that's, that's all they I want you to be here for is their original programming yeah. these days. Some of their original programming is fan-fucking-tastic, oh, like absolutely. The Witcher. Yeah, I, BoJack Horseman, fucking great. Like, there's so many good ones. Now they're taking other ones from, like, YouTube and be like, Cobra Kai's here now. I'm like, fucking good. Is this where Apple TV stuff's gonna go when that dies? Um, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Because now, now I'm just wait. Now I'm playing the long game. I'm waiting for all these other streaming services like Discovery Plus to realize that they can't function the way Netflix does. Because who the hell wants that? I don't think <laughs> Discovery's gonna realize that. No, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think yeah. that one's doing pretty well for them, unfortunately. Uh stop buying new streaming services. Oh, I know. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. You got to tell them that you don't want all these streaming services by not buying these streaming services. Just wait. Just just wait. If y'all wait it out and stop buying streaming services, then then it will we can maybe get to an okay position. But if y'all keep <laughs> buying the new ones to whatever it is because oh well this one has two shows that I watch, let me grab this one. It, it's not going to work out for any of us. We're all going to be screwed. Like oh, yeah. stick to the like if you get HBO because you ha- HBO Max because you had HBO, fine. If yep. you want Disney Plus because you want to watch the the Star Wars and the and the Marvel, I get that. But like after that point, it's like okay, maybe don't. Just just don't. <laughs> this has been your public service announcement about streaming services. <laughs> I have gone on about streaming services so many times on this podcast. I, <laughs> I just. I just hate them. I love them, it's, but it's I hate them. It's a problem because they keep on making more of them. Well, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, it absolutely is a problem. It, it absolutely yeah, they is. They haven't been listening to us. No. Why would they? And other people keep buying them. And that's that really is the problem at the end of the day. And you know, I kind of hate it. I want HBO Max. I'm not going to lie. I do. They've got some good programming on there. But I don't have HBO. I did not get handed HBO Max. So I'm not going to go out of my way, especially when I have no job, to go and get HBO Max. Like, that's not yeah, that a thing sense. I can afford, nor should I consider. But I do I want it? Kinda. And I kind of <laughs> hate myself for wanting it. But I'm not going to watch this fucking Snyder Cut when I get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
like I said, I will probably put it on if I get bored at work, which of course I get bored at work, but like, and I have nothing else that I want to actively watch. And again, it's just going to be for one of those things where I just want to know. I just yeah. want to know. Like, and, and that's what the unfortunate thing is. It's like I get caught up in the metrics. So they're like, oh, look at all these people that were just like, yeah, let's watch the Snyder Cut. They they obviously loved it. And I'm like, no, I just wanted to know how big of a train wreck it was going to be. And what yeah. the fucking fuss was about that all of you fucking people were like, we need the Snyder Cut. It's going to be so good. And then you watch it and you're like, this is, was still bad. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, that, like, come on. <laughs> that That's my big fear with like... um. The the Power Rangers movie that came out a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, Like, I was not seeing that in theaters. Absolutely fucking not. I was not buying it because fuck you. And if, I don't even think it showed up on a streaming service. But if it showed up on Netflix tomorrow, I wouldn't want to watch it there because I don't want you to know I that the yeah. number's there. Part of me is curious to why some Power Rangers fans like that movie because everything I fucking saw about it looked fucking awful. <laughs> so, like, and I love me some Power Rangers. And you do. I do. It's, yeah. But <laughs> I just couldn't get past what they did to my boy Goldar. Like, he looks like an absolute pile of golden shit. Like, it is just... <laughs> horrid <laughs> it, he looks like a furry who couldn't commit oh. <laughs> all right <laughs> kind of furry <laughs> i heard that insult today from john oliver and i'm like i am taking that and i'm going to use it everywhere i love that insult it's my new favorite <laughs> that is good. That is good. There you go. <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> oh shit so golden glory weekend oh. i was gonna say should we then transition to uh the mcu as as we're supposed to do because we've got oh right falcon how did we that. get this far and not talk about uh, falcon Winter went on about the fucking snyder cut and the doubtfire cut yeah so. and then my brain just went blank like i forgot about it and um be, and, which is it. funny because literally like a half it. hour before the podcast i sent a, a meme of falcon winter soldier to to you frank and, yeah. uh, and ryan and john um and schmitty what the fuck man why haven't you seen it yet <laughs> how have you not learned your lesson yet schmitty watching yes. watch the Snyder card just took up the whole weekend Oh, that's, that's fair. fair. Four hours yeah. long, but, but you you've chosen poorly, as the knight from the Holy Grail would say at the end of Indiana Jones, because yeah, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier that was fucking top notch. <laughs> it it was it was the palate cleanse I absolutely needed after Wandavision. It's not a bunch of theories. It's not a bunch of guessing. It's not wondering what the hell's going on. It is <laughs> cut to the point. There's some action scenes. There's some funny scenes. There's some drama. That is what I want right now from the MCU after WandaVision. Not saying that I didn't like WandaVision. I got my problems with it. But after that, I really need just like some just classic MCU nonsense. That's yeah, what Wanda, I really need right WandaVision now. WandaVision was like a a long yeah. guessing game kind of a, a stressful mm. event because you're like I don't know what's happening it could be anything what the fuck this guy from X-Men's in it now Jesus Christ what is yeah. going on and then you get to the end and everything that everybody's been theorizing is wrong oh <laughs> uh, yeah so you know <laughs> um, exactly yeah it's it's very much 
it's it's so far at least i mean we were only one episode in but yeah it is straightforward it is here's the story of um falcon and the winter soldier just trying to get on after captain america's gone though apparently captain america's on the moon (laughs) yeah that (laughs) so you know but no it was it actually that was a pretty funny callback to a comic book um that that was pretty funny because um in house of m which we all theorize that scarlet witch is going to be house lead into house of m of course uh, um (laughs) but in house of m we had old man steve rogers he never got frozen in ice and he never showed up in the future but he was the first man on the moon instead of neil armstrong he decided to take that spot instead um and then he was just an old man for all of House of M. And he just looks up and sees a battle and he just goes, sigh. And he just goes back to collecting his mail. Like, that was right. it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, so I thought that was a pretty funny, uh, pretty, th- if, if it was a throwback, it was, it was pretty clever. Um, but because he's an old man now and he does he gets to just go sigh my friends are going and having fun without me (laughs) and here's here's the thing well i mean they never really kind of said whether steve is in that world or not as an old man so like when sam and bucky really need him they just fucking pick up the phone and be like hey steve uh what's up man (laughs) clearly he's alive and he's old but like so he can't come and fucking help fight guys but he they could just be like i need your guidance and he'd be like oh i'm an old man <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know um uh, but i don't getting know it, chris evans it, back it, would be the tough part of that no no no. they could just pick up <laughs> they could just pick up the phone and they could just do that old sitcom trope where they're just talking into the phone and going what you think i should just go and make friends with bucky okay steve that sounds great though <laughs> no, i feel like the mc was far above that but you know <laughs> yeah actually that would be a funny scene if if uh sam did that and called called up pretended to call up steve yes. and then do that oh you think bucky's a little bitch okay <laughs> you think bucky's being a little bitch oh what's that steve Oh, hold on. I'll tell him. Steve said fucking skirt up and let's go, Bucky. Fuck off, man. (laughs) He's like, what? (laughs) Just staring at him. (laughs) Steve said, stop crying like a little bitch, you hundred-year-old motherfucker. Let's go. You used to be an international assassin for Hydra. (laughs) Get your ass in the car. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and that that's the kind of nonsense we're probably going to get around to. And we oh, saw a bit wait. of that in trailers. And yeah, yeah, I can't wait for the two of them. Because not to spoil too much for Schmitty and all those people who didn't watch, which Fools. you really should have. Um, <laughs> because, like, okay, yeah, it's that same point where I'm like, yeah, I kind of wish I could binge watch this. But I can't, so I'm going to just watch it when it comes out. Like, yeah. I can't, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. I'm I'm still all for the binge watch mentality. But it's like, I really want to watch. This was the one I wanted. Like, yeah. WandaVision was my, this is this is fun. But as soon as we get to Falcon Winter Soldier, I'm going to forget WandaVision exists. Like, and that <laughs> yeah. was before the last episode of WandaVision. It was just like, that's where I was headed. And WandaVision surprised me in a lot of ways. Jimmy Woo and Darcy, I want more. Yeah. But I would not and, be surprised if we got more of them. I would not. No, a- not absolutely not. <laughs> especially especially after that strong showing in WandaVision. Oh yeah, they were 
phenomenal. Just simply great. Yeah, that new MCU-centric X-Files is looking real good. (laughs) Let's do it. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) I am am in for that. Because Jimmy Woo knows a little too much more than he lets on. And uh, because apparently he used to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Um, Yeah, I I was looking him up. I looked up his Wikipedia. They actually mention him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, okay. not that I've ever watched Agent of Shield, but he was a he was a Shield agent when Shield uh dispersed. He went to the FBI, and that's oh. why he was like put in charge of the Ant Man stuff because he has a little bit more experience in that kind of field. Um, and you've that's seen why super he... people go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he does have experience, you know. He has he has, and now he's getting a lot of experience of just talking to him, yeah, uh, which. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it could. So I would absolutely love some more of that. Just throw him in or everywhere. Just oh, have yeah. him have him and Darcy show up everywhere. I'm yeah. And Randall it. Park's a great actor. I um. Oh yeah. I oh, actually was yeah. just watching uh, an interview with him recently, where one of the one of the favorite cold opens from The Office is when Randall Park comes in and he's pretending to be Jim to uh, confuse Dwight, and um. He's, he's affectionately known as Asian Jim because he's literally pretending to be Jim. Like, they mm-hmm. they edited all the pictures, so it's like Pam and the kids and Randall Park. <laughs> and, he's, <laughs> and he's sitting there, he's like, hey, Dwight, how are you? And he's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Jim. Ah, very funny, Dwight. And, like, dude, it's, it's one of the greatest cold opens. It's probably my second favorite. And uh, this interview I was watching with him, I think it was with Conan uh, a couple of weeks ago, like two weeks ago. He was like... I completely forgot that I even was in the office. (laughs) He goes, it was only like a few minutes in the episode. He goes, I did it for like three hours one day. I left and then people just started calling me Asian Jim. And I thought they were just being incredibly racist. And I was fucking dying. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this dude is great. He needs to be in so many more things. (laughs) Oh yeah. And you could even see that in Ant-Man. Like he, he was that, that like, splash of light that ant-man needed like it because he was just fun and that's not what you expect from the average fbi agent who's trying to catch the main character for doing bad things it's like not at all exactly and then in wandavision he really just spiked up even more because he had so much more screen time and i just same with darcy she didn't get she got more screen time in that than she did in two thor movies oh yeah and Kat, uh, and Kat Dennings is one of my, like, she's up there on my list of favorite actresses. Oh, yeah, like, she incredible. has been for a while. Oh, yeah. Like, I think Nick and Nora's pl- Infinite Playlist was where I was like, yep, she's up there on the list. She's yeah, amazing. I think that was the yeah. first thing I ever saw her in. Big that. Mama's House 2, you saw her in first. Oh, that's right, but she's just some yeah. shitty part. But yeah. Yeah, going, it was going it was back to a more modern day <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. Big Mama's house. <laughs> it's I, totally uh, not as I good, looked, but you know. Same similar. I premise. recently looked up her actual like all the movies and TV shows she's been in. Mm-hmm. And uh there was one I forgot about. She was on a sitcom with Bob Saget forever ago. Oh, um it, it was I I don't even remember the name of it. It was like <laughs> it was just like some weird one. It barely lasted a season. It was got the, canceled pretty early. The shit my dad says show. There was 
There was in like the earlier days of the internet, there was like a Twitter account that some dude made called no. like, "Shit My Dad Says," and it got turned into like a book, which got turned oh, into yeah. a TV yeah. show. And I believe Bob Saget was the lead in that show. Yeah, no, that that was. I don't think that's the one because no, this okay. was like pre-internet era. Oh, um, right, then never mind. Yeah, um, and I just I remembered her from that, and I. And I forgot about that show. And then it was Big Mama's House 2. And then I kind of forgot about Big Mama's House 2 when Nick and Nora's no. Infinite Playlist came out. <laughs> um, Big Mama's House 2 is completely fucking forgettable. That's why. <laughs> yeah. But I just remember seeing that one in the theaters way yeah. back in the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Raising Dad was the name of the show. Oh. Mm, it was 2001, 2002. So the internet existed, but not not what it is not in its current form not even no (laughs) i wouldn't have been able to look this up on the old internet that wouldn't have happened i'm true literally (laughs) literally doing all this on a on a cell phone so yeah or smartphone sorry and uh yeah but yeah (laughs) speaking of bucky with his fucking flip phone is just (laughs) oh it's perfect i love it it is absolutely perfect (laughs) yes and a little fucking flip he's a he's a time traveling assassin essentially and he's got a flip phone (laughs) he's like "Eh, i don't need this technology shit (laughs) he was just living in wakanda the most technologically advanced nation in the world and then he goes to having a flip phone no like he it's it's a technical technical sense where he would you know get frozen and then he'd be awakened in like 20 years so like technically it's kind of like he's time traveling he just you know wakes up and he's 20 years in the future it's only one way time travel you know there was a skit i watched forever ago and there was this guy i've invented time travel you uh, you lie down in this thing and it was a bed yeah (laughs) (laughs) you lie down in it and in eight hours i will i will travel into the future for eight hours and then he's like come back in eight hours he just goes to sleep and then he was like, and then he was like, I've also found it better if there was a woman with me, <laughs> that it is a more yeah. enjoyable experience. What was that from? I, I feel like it was like a Mad TV sketch or something. That sounds like Mad TV, yeah. yeah. Which is not a show I frequent, but weird no. that we both remember the same yeah. bit. It was from literally Mad TV. when you were just like, there was this thing. I was like that fucking sketch with the goddamn bed. <laughs> yep. I don't. I don't know why we both know it, but I we don't do. Know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I watched some Mad TV here and there. It wasn't my uh, mm. preferred. I watched a decent amount of certain seasons. Once, mm. like, other people started rotating in the way that they do those kind of sketch shows, uh, it really kind of fell off. But, you know. Yeah. But that's why it's not around anymore. <laughs> like, that <too>. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like my go-to sketch show was Mr. Show. Never watched uh, that one. I wanted to watch that one. I just never got around to it. Um, the, any th- any sketch show with Keenan Thompson? Uh, I'm here for it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I've been watching yeah. the Keenan Thompson sketch show since I was a kid. <laughs> exactly. Like I just watched. Uh, I just watched a podcast with him in it, and he's and it's like 
dude, you're like the sketch show king. And he's like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you got some heavy, that's some big shoes to fill with like Will Ferrell and Chris Farley and such. And he's like, it's like, but dude, you've been doing it your entire life though. Yeah, like entire, literally yeah. that's your whole career. <laughs> yeah. yeah. An entire generation, the millennials literally grew up with him being in sketch yeah, shows. Absolutely. and. We're here yeah. for it still. Like, yeah. do it, do it up. <laughs> Fucking PRS car go. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Super dude. Super dude. Who? I don't remember the name of the characters, but um, the one where they had all the chocolate stuff in the kitchen. Oh, him and the yeah, the, and the girl, and they just had fucking chocolate sauce everywhere, and they're just yes. pouring it all over themselves and in their mouths and all over other things of chocolate. And I was yeah. like, yeah, like this is the dream. Look at all this chocolate. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing the raincoat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then for some reason, and I don't know why, I don't know if he still believes this because I haven't heard him say it in a couple years, but John for some reason, thinks that Kel Mitchell died, like, 15 years ago. He's like, well, Kel's no. dead. I'm like, Kel is not dead. He's like, yeah, he's fucking dead. I'm like, he's not dead. What the he's fuck? He's not. <laughs> and I think I think the only reason I was able to convince him was because Kel had some, like, show coming out. And I sent it to him. I went, he is not dead. And he goes, oh, well, <laughs> shit, he's not dead. <laughs> yeah. I, I will have to ask I'm him, though. Right. If if he fucking like next time we play games like Saturday or whatever, we gotta ask him. Hey, do you think that Kel is still dead? <laughs> because I'm curious now. Because for yeah, years, now, he, now he's just gone into like believing that there's a conspiracy. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, for years so he was like, "Well, Kel died." I'm like, "Kel didn't die." He's like, "Yeah, he did. He's fucking dead." He's <laughs> from that <laughs> other universe with yeah. the burn stain bears. Yeah, like that fucking Mandela effect. But I've never heard that one yeah. before. <laughs> Yeah, I think John is the only one from that separate universe where I Kel Mitchell I, I died. I think I heard that one before, back in the day, and I just—it was after the internet had started existing. I just looked it up. I'm like, no, and I typed it in a computer because not a phone. I typed it in a computer. I'm like, no, he, he's there. He, he's alive. <laughs> no, no, he's alive. He's just not acting because. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> he did that Jimmy Fallon sketch, which was only made awful because Jimmy Fallon exists. Yeah. That's and, fair. uh, <laughs> yeah. That was when, the worst part of that Good Burger sketch. I was so yeah. there for it. And then Jimmy Fallon had to throw. If he just. If he just wasn't in that sketch and had it on his show, I would have been fine. But you had to show yourself in yeah. there, didn't you, Jimmy? That's the problem with Jimmy Fallon is yeah. he's he exists. Yeah, he thinks he's funny and he's he not. And whoever keeps no. giving him jobs should stop. Fucking hey, man, he's got a ride in Universal Studios, and Ugh. what? <laughs> We've talked about this. We've podcasted about this. Right? Yeah. No, yeah, we we absolutely did. We absolutely did. <laughs> But as a refresher, just because for some strange reason we brought up Jimmy Fallon, but, but he has a he has a ride in Universal Studios, and when we first went down there, like we had first started dating, so obviously she was my girlfriend at the time. But my fiance was like, "Let's go on the Jimmy Fallon ride," and I went, "Absolutely not!" And she's like, "Why?" I go, "Cause why would I want to do that?" And she goes, "Cause it's Jimmy Fallon," and I went, "Yeah, that's my point." <laughs> she's like, "What's your problem with Jimmy Fallon?" I said, "He's not funny." And she goes, "No." You don't think he's funny? I said, no. <laughs> so he's no. not funny in the slightest. I have never once seen a Jimmy Fallon thing and went, that was enjoyable. He's fucking awful. And she's like, yep. 
are you serious? And I went, yes. <laughs> like, she just is like staring at me like, are you fucking with me right now? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm very serious. Jimmy Fallon is not funny. And of course, we went on the ride and I sat there the entire time just going, this is fucking terrible. Why would anybody think this was a great idea? Jesus Christ. And of course, now I will say the one thing about the Jimmy Fallon ride is it has one of the most unique uh, queue systems I've ever seen where they let you into this big ass room and they give you just like this colored card and they're like when everything around you turns blue you can go on the ride and i was like what the fuck are you talking about and of course in the waiting room they're just playing all these fucking tonight show clips of jimmy fallon thinking he's funny and not Uh. being funny i know it was like it was it was literally like sitting in hell's waiting room where i'm just like cool i just get to hear jimmy fallon for 40 minutes this is great not christ so then finally Uh. like they have like these pillars and all these lights around and with all the boarding groups everything's just like turning colors and i'm like what the fuck is happening and finally it turns blue and they're like blue group you can board and i was like thank god i can get out of here (laughs) but yeah again very unique waiting waiting uh system the queue system there where you just literally went into a room and just like i'm just going i'm gonna go sit on a couch over there bye (laughs) instead of just standing in a line so that was kind of interesting but god it was a fucking jimmy fallon ride Christ. Yeah, and fucking Jimmy Fallon. I'm gonna bring this yeah. all back around. Oh, okay, cool. And I'm gonna I'm okay. propose a question. Okay. Can you prove that Jimmy Fallon and Jared Leto are not the same person? Because they're both the worst thing in everything <laughs> they're in. <laughs> it's, it's, I cannot. It's, it's true. I've never seen them together. I've never yeah. once seen them in the same thing. I don't Although, know. Although, to yeah. be fair. If they were ever together, I probably would not watch it. It would be the worst thing in the history of worst. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Which might make it good. No, it wouldn't. It's not even the room. No, it doesn't doesn't cancel it out. No. (laughs) No. If you throw Tommy Wiseau in there, maybe there's some saving grace. There you go. Oh, hi, Jimmy. That it really is the worst of the worst, but in a maybe funny way. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. but you never not know. Not because of Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon has to be depressed the entire time and he's not allowed to laugh. If he gets <laughs> laughed, somebody smacks him with a bat. <laughs> Damn. There you go. Getting violent over here. <laughs> I don't like Jimmy Fallon a lot. <laughs> I will say, just just to uh shit on this theory a little bit, I just found a Jared Leto and Jimmy Fallon interview from the from the Tonight Show three years ago, where they are both so, sitting in you know the same spot two feet away from each other. So that's the worst interview that's ever existed. The worst ever. interview ever. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. We found it. <laughs> yeah, we found it. You can go is. home, guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's pack it in. We're done here. Actually, we are kind of done here. We've gone on for quite yeah. some time. <laughs> you can check out more at studio232.net. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> Schmitty, say the thing. I was going to say. I was oh. going to wait for him. He wasn't even going to do it. Wow. You, you turn the page, you wash your hands. Good. Thanks for listening, everybody. It was going to be like the first time he didn't say it in over a yeah. year, I think. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. He got the vaccine and now he's like, I don't give a fuck about you people no more. I'm never washing my hands again. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <The> dirtiest hands. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. We'll be back next week with another fucking ridiculous podcast, clearly. Yeah. <laughs>